so um, let's go. Let's get into Rachel ruining her own fucking life. I, I'm just mad we have to talk about The Bachelor. I know. <laughs> I know. I keep forgetting. I know this podcast is a very big part of your life. You've mentioned it to me multiple times. Kind of a, you know, a Bachelor Nation groupie. No, no. no. Hold, hold on with me, Derek. One thing that I said that's false, Derek. Don't insult my intelligence. Hello. Hello. Here we are again. The season I know has been shorter than the rest. It feels fucking forever long. It feels like I, I was so like full of hope at the start of the season. I I was like, I really think like this could be it. Like this could be the turnaround. And no, I was once again, wrong. Bamboozled. I was bamboozled once again by our own hope. Our, we dared to hope that was our first mistake. Um, I feel like we say that every season too, where we're like, I really had high hopes, but except Clayton's, obviously we went in. We had low hopes, the whole low time. expectations. And it didn't even meet, it didn't even meet our low expectations. So God bless. But I hope everyone enjoyed, um, Emily's poem being published on our, Thank on you. our Instagram. She shared it to her story. And like, Ben, if you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, you know that my boyfriend does not listen to this podcast. And Emily shared her poem to her story and I was, and it was like talking about being a red flag from Mizzou. And I was like, Ben is going to see Emily's story and be like, do they talk straight shit about me on the podcast and call me a red flag from Mizzou? And I said, you know what? He's going to have to listen to find out what it's about. He's going to have to listen. It's not my problem if he takes it out of context because he should be listening to our podcast anyway, like a loyal fan. On the one hand, I appreciate that he doesn't listen because I can say whatever the fuck I want and oh, not yeah. have to like answer for my actions. Yeah. Um, like I I have said some truly unhinged shit in this platform, and like it's for the best he doesn't know. Um, but also <laughs> I was like, you could contribute to lis- listenership, like it wouldn't hurt. Yeah, you know, like put it on while you like drive to work or something. It's not that hard. My ex is listen. Um, why can't you mine too what's up with that by the way Uh, (laughs) well because like the men who are currently dating us are like we're already having sex with them we don't need to listen to their podcast versus like our exes are like i wish i could be again (laughs) (laughs) or (laughs) it's also the thing of like our boyfriends have too much faith in us that we don't talk shit about them we do they just think that we don't but our exes, our exes know us well enough to know that we absolutely talk shit about them on this on this podcast. So they listen for like their own peace of mind. Which my I'm favorite sure is when I get them. texted by one of them about something I said, and I'm like, I've never named you by name, right? Like you're fine. Your career, your career is safe. Do you want me to? I will next time. I will next time. Um, no worries. Uh, yeah, no, our exes do. I don't know what's up with that. But you know That's what? our Thank whole you. brand. <laughs> it wrapped in summed up that's it so anyway speaking of our whole brand we're going to be introducing a new segment this episode when i have to go take banana bread out of the oven so emily gets to kill two minutes on her own and if it start... doesn't work you'll never know about it because adam will edit it adam out cut it. but i'm, I'm just scat. gonna, let I'm gonna go start freeform. scatting i'm gonna start scatting shubadabop or alternatively either scatting or singing landslide but the nick miller from new girl version took my love took it down 
<laughs> climb the mountain and I hit the pound. <laughs> we'll see. Stay like, tuned. Stay tuned to see which is which. There's nothing Could, like joining a podcast recording and being like, just so you know, I have to pull banana bread out of the oven in a very short amount of time. Like, like <laughs> immediately after we start recording, by the way. Um, no worries. No worries. You know what? Nothing matters. Uh, it's not going to interrupt any content. Um, so let's just get into this fuckhole. Um, I was going to go for shit show, but I feel like that's not a strong enough word. Like fuckhole is really where we're at. So yeah, by the way, we sat down to record and Emily and I both poured the most hearty glasses of wine you've ever seen people pour on a Thursday. Well, actually, I guess if we were like in college, it wouldn't be like a horrific Mm. pour, but like we are fully like grown adults and have to work tomorrow. I work Um, half days on Fridays, so I consider Thursday like part of the weekend. Yeah, every Friday. Guys, my new job is so lit. I can't talk about what it is, but... (laughs) My job is the same job I've had the entire time we've been recording this podcast, so... My my grievances remain the same. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I still have grievances, but they're different now. Um, but my rose is that I yeah I have half days. So on Thursday nights, oh. I'm like I'm ready to party hardy. I actually think that might be a a fun thing to incorporate, mostly because we love to put off talking about the Bachelor. Love it. Um, what has been your rose and thorn of the last week? And it's so it's kind of Bachelor adjacent. It's rose and thorn, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually why haven't we done this from the beginning? That's so I don't know. Weird. We're literally so stupid. Um, so <laughs> we both my have like master's rose, degrees. I literally my rose. Um, my boyfriend was away over the weekend, and he came back. <laughs> So that's exciting. We were just going to leave it at my roses. My boyfriend wasn't here. He was gone. It was so awesome. No, he came back, which is good. Um, oh, I saw Into the Woods again. That was probably my Gorgeous. Rose. So good. And I got a free ticket. So never, I'll never complain about that. Um, and it was amazing. My thorn is that I actually, as much as I do love my job, I'm actually picking up assisting a third person at work for the next few weeks until they find someone because their assistant is leaving, hopefully until they find someone. So it's going to be a lot more work, but that's okay. You know what? Whatever. Yeah. So it was just a bit of a hectic work week. I would say that's a thorn. Okay. Okay. What about you? What about you? Um, the rose of my week is that I just booked a trip to come home, um, which I'm excited about. I haven't been home, I guess not only since July, which is like two months, but when you live in a place where you don't know anyone and have no friends, two months is a long time to not see your friends. Um, so I'm excited to come home. That's my rose. Um, my thorn is that I live on Lake Michigan and we're approaching winter. Um, and every day that we approach winter living on Lake Michigan, like I'm an East coaster, I'm used to winter. I'm used to snow. Like it's fine. But I was saying to my mom last winter, I was like, it could be 30 degrees in Connecticut and 30 degrees here. And it is just a different 30 degrees. Like it is like cut through your parka, bone chilling cold in the winter. Um, so I, I enjoy living here from Memorial Day to Labor Day exclusively. And now that we are past Labor Day and we're inching closer to winter, it is like it's like permanent Sunday scaries is the only way I can think to yeah. describe it. You know? Yeah, no, I don't blame you. I think people are talking a lot about the fall weather. I love fall. Let me preface. Mm-hmm. But like because of climate change, fall is so fleeting. 
yeah. these days. It's so in spring, in spring too. So like people complain because of like the morbid, morbid heat, which is like yeah. I totally get because it it's like you know ninety degrees and it feels like shit. Yeah. But like I yes, I love a day that's like seventy and it's like gorgeous. Like that was today. Yeah. It was beautiful in New York, and everybody was really happy. I was included in that. But it's just the impending dread that like oh no, but it's going to get bad so fast. Like, like I'm happy that it's not going to be deathly hot, but it's going to be like nice for like a week. And then it's going to be terrible, which is like terrible, terrible. Also another, another rose is that Kayla's going to be in New York for my marathon this year. So yes. Oh my gosh, guys, I am coming home that weekend. As much as I would book an entire trip home just to see Emily run the marathon. I happen to already have a wedding in new England that weekend on Friday and her marathons on Sunday. So I was like, this is perfect. And then I thought about surprising her. I was like, that'd be so fun if I was just like at the finish line and I surprised her. But then I was like, she will have just run 26 miles. And she like, I think she'd be too overwhelmed for that. So I'm going to tell her. I would literally go into cardiac arrest like I'm not kidding the, the, so like, the, the emotions are too overwhelming like if I saw you on the side I would literally be like ah! also guys um one thing about me is like I will never run a marathon probably in my whole life but the way that I will be acting the day of the New York City marathon like you would think that I'm running it like I will be like blubbering I will I will probably hit like a good a good 10k steps that day because I'm going to be running around like a, a squirrel. Um, that being said, I'm going to give Emily the next two minutes to do whatever she wants. Adam, if it doesn't work, cut it. But I have to go pull this banana bread from the oven. Banana bread's ready. Emily, take it away. It's it's Nick Miller time. Took my love, took it down. Climbed a mountain and I hit the pound. And I saw all the puppies with their I'm so blind. Dude. <laughs> That's all I have. Um, I love New Girl. Watch New Girl on Netflix. Um, not me doing an ad for a very popular show. Um, you know, I went to see a movie last night. My boyfriend and I went to see Barbarian. It's a horror movie. Um, yeah, I almost shit my pants. It was the scariest thing I've ever seen. Highly recommend it. It was actually really good. Um, it was super weird though. So if you're not into like weird stuff, then don't go see it. But it was scary as hell. And um, it's about a girl who shows up at her Airbnb and like finds us already occupied, which is like my literal nightmare. Because even though I know Airbnb has its issues, I still book through Airbnb because I like having a kitchen a lot of the time. Um, like a full kitchen and like being able to cook. Like I know you can do that at hotels, but like hotels are expensive if you want a kitchen. So anyway, biggest fear is if I show up to an Airbnb and someone's there and they decide to haunt me or kill me. And that's what that movie was about. And um, it was really hard for me, but it was really good. So I highly recommend it if you like scary things. Um, So that was that. Um, Hope everybody has fun weekend plans. By the time this is released, it'll probably be the weekend, but you know, today it's Thursday. Um, I have, my boyfriend is, his short film is going to be in a film festival uh, on Saturday. So we're going to go to that. Should be really fun. I get to see my friends who have been gone for like one of them months, one of them a week tomorrow for happy hour. Comment on our post what your weekend plans are. Um. 
Kayla's back now. I can only imagine that what I missed was beautiful. I monologued. I sang. <laughs> I gave. I sang. I gave a movie review, and I asked about everyone's weekend plans. And that's what you missed on Glee. So. <laughs> oh my God. Speaking of Glee, I, wow. Doing a rewatch. Classic. Holds up. <laughs> Doesn't hold up at all. <laughs> like actually aged like milk. Wait, but what age so like funny. milk? Glee. I thought we were still on New Girl for a second. And oh, I was no. like, wait, I was like, that aged like a fine wine. No, no, no. New Girl will hold up till the end of time. Um, I also but... just want to include if you guys have enjoyed the past um, like 15 minutes of, of things that weren't related to The Bachelor, just hold tight. Wink, wink. Hold tight. That's all I'm going to say on that. Tag your spoilers. Um, so... <laughs> Tag your spoilies. <laughs> Tag your spoilies. So without further fucking ado, is your banana bread ready? Like she's, she's yeah, but we're We're about to um, prank Ben a little bit. Um, no one tell him if any of you guys fucking DM him. I'll know. So I got a little overzealous because I bake the banana bread in an angel food cake pan. And Mm -hmm. when you do that, you're supposed to wait a little bit of time before you flip it onto a cooling rack. Um, But you don't want to wait too long because the bread will keep baking in that like hot pan. Well, I thought I was like, I'll flip it onto the cooling rack right away because I got to get back to recording. So I go to do that and the banana bread broke. Oh, no. Like the top half is still, it'll still be good. Like you'll just put oh. it on top of each other and cut it into slices and it'll be fine. But it broke. <laughs> and, I, and I just kind of like left the rest of it in the pan, but like put it on top of the broken half and texted Ben. And I was like, it's on the cooling rack. And so like, he's going to do it. And then he's going to feel like it's his fault. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Only scam men. Also the sirens outside, they're coming to get you, bitch. They heard what you did. <laughs> <laughs> they're coming to get me honestly he'll feel so bad about it which I kind of feel bad about it but it's not like I can tell him like I'm recording uh, like, sorry you know it's busy and anyway. I'll just be like I'll be like oh my god babe I'm so sorry like no I did that like it's not your fault but he's gonna feel really guilty about it for like 15 minutes and honestly he should because I made dinner and banana bread like he should feel a little bit bad he's a man he should feel bad no matter what day of the week Period. um it doesn't matter I'm a delight I'm a delight I've done nothing wrong ever in my life so we start off the episode, Jesse, you know what? Here's what I'll say. We're just going to hit the highlights people, by the way, yeah. because like we've already killed a half an hour. We don't want to torture Adam. And also you or guys you don't guys. care that much. So, yeah. <laughs> so Jesse's like, this is going to be really dramatic. Okay. Lie. You're a liar. Um, we go to. All men Zach. do his lie. All men do his lie. Unprovoked. All he had to be, all he had to say was like, this is going to be fine. It's going to be mediocre. Um, no, so dramatic. Then we go to Zach's breakup, which we left off on last week. Um, I don't know what the fuck is happening outside my apartment, by the way. Like, sirens. Now these motorcycle gang is going by. It's so loud. So anyway, um, if you hear noises, it's me. Um, so Zach is like, you are not the person that I thought you were. And I don't think our overnight went well. And I don't think we should move forward and the whole time he's saying this Rachel's like stone-faced which is just kind of like weird because it's like wait you like really liked Zach until you're overnight people on social media were speculating they were like I think Zach didn't they didn't have sex and that made Zach mad I disagree completely I don't think I disagree completely yeah I I like 
I get where it's coming from, kind of, but ultimately I think that Rachel is self-sabotaging because she wants Tino at this point, but she doesn't know how to, like, have the conversations that she wants, yeah. Tino with Avon and Zach. And so she just was, like, weird to Zach. Yeah. Like, he had the last one. I think that she was weird to him. I, well, I, also, I don't know. it's like, I think it's pretty, you know, as much as we joke about Rachel kind of taking things from the Clayton playbook, I do think the thing that she is holding fast on is probably that she only wants to be intimate with the person she's going to choose. Right. And so it's like, except I do think she was intimate with Avon. So. Interessant. Um, but I do think by the time she got to Zach and knew it wasn't Zach, she probably did. Yeah. Act weird. Um, yeah. But I don't think it all had to do with sex. Like I think if they had had a normal overnight without sex where they just talked, Zach would have been like, wow, that was amazing. <laughs> right. I, she just I, acted weird. Yeah, she acted weird. He was like, the vibes are off. Bye. And she basically had no reaction to this and was like, I'm sad to see you go. But like, no, no tears were shed. So Zach leaves, self-eliminates. Good. Get out of there, King. It only gets yeah. worse from here. Um, then they have their rose ceremony. Obviously, both Tino and Avon get roses because what else yeah. would happen? <laughs> uh, then on the live portion of the show, they bring Zach out for a conversation. You know, things are kept very pleasant. Word on the street is Zach's the bachelor. So makes sense. Really? That, yep. Which I love Zach. I've been a huge Zach fan the whole season. After seeing the way Avon was treated this episode, 100% Avon should be the bachelor. Don't understand. Right. Um I think Which, Zach is is lovely. I just think it should be Ethan. Or, I mean, Ethan. I'm still team Ethan, but... <laughs> so, what I was seeing about Zach, and this is the part I actually care to talk about, not, like, what happens in the episode. Honestly, like, okay, we'll we'll get to this in a second. But Zach, that's what happens with Zach. Now let's talk about Avon. Um, so, what's confusing about Avon is I think for all of us as viewers, the edit we've seen of Avon, we've been like, yeah, she thinks Avon's hot, but like, she's not in love with Avon. Like, she just thinks he's hot. Totally. totally. But then, like, based, which, like, I get it. Like, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that that's Avon. I think, it, again, it's like Rachel only wanted Tino this whole time. So, like, right, and she was I, like, I if truly, I have to yeah. entertain these other guys, I'm going to entertain the guy that I think is hot. Right. <laughs> and, and, and sweet. Like, Avon is truly yeah. a great guy. Like, I truly believe. But, like, I, I don't think it's any fault of his. I just think Rachel has only wanted Tino. So the whole time we've been like, she only wants Tino and these other guys are also here and they seem perfectly nice and fine. Right. But, like, she doesn't want them. Like. Right. Um. So, basically, Avon, we've all been under the impression this entire time that, like, she was like, yeah, like, I want Tino, but Avon's hot and he's nice. And so I will keep him till the end. But the relationship is not that serious. And then. In this episode, I don't know if it's because she has kind of been dealing with some insecurity issues the whole season that it kind of seems like she is making herself believe she's more emotionally invested in Avon than she is because it's like, I can reject these guys because I'm the bachelorette. But if any of them reject her, all of a sudden she's like way more emotionally invested than she originally was, which like, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. I get it. Like there have it. been guys that I have not been that into, but if they reject me, I'm like, but wait. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's also kind of offensive when like a guy that you're not that into rejects you. Cause it's like, no, I'm not the problem. Like, I'm not that into like, you. And that <laughs> sounds really terrible, but it's like, you know, when you're in a vulnerable place, totally. It's like, yeah. wait, no, like you're not who I want. I'm not who you don't want. Like right. it's hard. It fucks your brain up. 
Uh, not saying that's right. Just saying it happens. Uh, right. <laughs> so anyway. Right. Proceed. So the Avon thing. Um, oh my God, guys. I literally watched this today and I'm already forgetting what happened. So uh, they go to meet, <laughs> Rachel, they go to meet Big Tony and Rachel's mom. And apologies to Rachel's mom. I don't know your name. I only know Big Tony. And then I only know two, Big Tony. Her, her two friends that were on last season, who we love, like her her little fabulous gay friend. And that was, that yeah, was so yeah, stereotypical yeah. of me to call him fabulous. I'm so sorry to the LGBTQ community. <laughs> I promise I'm an ally. I'm which so I, sorry. Which I, which I am part of, but also like, fuck, my, fuck me. Like, <laughs> I defended my people. But yeah, her two friends and her parents are there. And obviously the stakes are high because Big Tony as is notoriously just a brick wall who doesn't like people, but she right. hypes Avon the fuck up before he comes in. She's like, Avon is so great. He's so awesome. He's so nice. He's everything to me, whatever. Totally could see us at the end of this basically. Right. Avon comes in and big Tony definitely has mellowed the fuck out. Cause he really likes Avon. And, right. but also like who wouldn't like, I, I have a hard time believing like any father wouldn't because Avon actually has fucking answers to the questions that these people ask. We'll get to right. Tino later. That man had nothing to say. No, he, um, he did yeah. not a single thought. Like Avon genuinely wants to be with Rachel and you can tell and gives very well thought out, like very thoughtful answers to every question. And it's like 10 out of 10, a perfect man. So, And then he's sorry. talking to her friends. Sorry. No, 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 it's fine. He's he's talking to her friends. He's talking to her friends and like her friend is like, so like, how do you feel? Like, do you want to get engaged? And this is where Avon is like, yes, but I don't know if I want to get engaged. Like, I I, I know that I'll get there. And the friend is like, will you get there in like two days? Because like, that's when the engagements are fucking happening. If you need a reminder, it's like tomorrow. And Avon is like, I don't know if I'll get there in two days I know I want to be with Rachel forever I just don't know if I like I'm ready to get engaged right like today yeah basically and the reason I not even for the sake of time but the reason I and we'll get to the stuff that has come out about Eric post filming but the reason I kind of want to lump Avon and Eric together right now is because they kind of have a similar mentality surrounding the engagement process where they're like I want to be with Rachel. I want to be with Gabby. This is the person I want to be with for my whole life. That being said, uh, for the first two weeks, I was dating two women. I'll like- Every cocktail party was canceled. (laughs) Canceled every opportunity I've ever had to get to know them. Like Avon didn't get a one-on-one for a long time. Like it makes sense for Avon to be like, I don't know because the first like four weeks I was supposed to talk to this girl, she canceled every cocktail party. Like, And also, frankly, I get it for Eric too. And again, we'll talk about some of the stuff that's come out about Eric since then, but based purely on the content of the episode, I get- where they're both coming from. Totally. Like, we'll also talk about the way Eric said it because it was way funnier. Like, even made a lot of sense. Eric, <laughs> men Eric are so no amazing. Sense. But we'll get into that <laughs> when we get there. But yeah, even like was making complete sense to me and Avon was going above and beyond to basically be like, I want to marry her. I want to have children with her. I yeah. don't want to do that in two days. Like, <laughs> And what's so weird about the Avon-Tino situation... So Tino, in in contrast, um, has a lackluster meeting of Rachel's parents. And the reason I'm comparing them is not, it's kind of taking it out of the events of the episode, but. Well, we might as well do it now because it was a nothing burger. It was a nothing burger. Like he sucks. He sucked the whole time. He sucked then. He sucks now. Like it's, 
he sucks. And fuck Tino. All my homies hate Tino. Like, all my homies hate like, Tino. And the reason, so this is why women are amazing. And I am about to slam Rachel. And don't get me wrong. She's so me for this, but I am about to slam her. So she has been into Tino this whole time. Like it was going to be Tino this whole time. She's picking Tino. End of story. First impression rose, like, and that, that was her pick, which we said early right. on, we were like, Rachel it's gave Tino. her first impression rose to the man she wanted. And she put her rose colored glasses on the whole season because he had the right. first impression rose. Like, right. It's like, there were moments where I was like, I get it. But at this point, I'm like, this man is giving us nothing. The yeah. Rachel's mom asks him, do you think you and Rachel have enough in common? And he says, yeah. And right. doesn't elaborate until she's like, what do you mean? Like, well, so this like, is the reason I bring up Tino now when we're talking about Avon. So Avon is the guy she's less into of the two. But Avon, no which makes no sense logically. No, like Avon is a 10. Tino is like a four on a good day. Like, right. <laughs> like, is great value Blake Hortzman. So, and Blake Hortzman is already great value Blake Hortzman. So, he's like Dollar Tree. He's like, like, right. Tino is Dollar Tree. Like, that's where we're at. So, the reason I bring this up now is because objectively, she's less into Avon than she is into Tino. But somehow, by Avon saying he doesn't want to get engaged at this very second, she feels so, like, sick to her stomach about it. She decides to lose him altogether in favor of Tino, who's ready to get engaged right now. And then somehow Tino, who's the person she's preferred the entire time, ends up looking like the consolation prize. And it's like... And it's like, this doesn't make sense because, I mean, Tino is the consolation prize, but like from her perspective, this is the guy she wanted the whole time. It's like like the Eric situation. Like, yeah, Eric ended up being the last man standing, but that's who Gabby wanted the whole time. So he's, even though he looks like a consolation prize, he's not really, that's who she would have picked anyway. It's like the, yeah, it's very weird. And like, yeah, the Avon thing. So I get, okay, here's where I will be a Rachel apologist. I get because you're be- best friends with me. So you have to apologize for Rachel. No, but no, but actually like <laughs> while I was watching this, I was like, you know what? She's right. I would hate to hear from like you that Ryan told you he wasn't ready to get married and didn't tell me because that's right. how it would come off. Even though that's not what Avon was trying to say. Right. That's how it would come off. Right. And so if I were under the impression that like my boyfriend wanted to get married and then I heard from like my friends that he didn't I would be like hey man right. what the fuck like why right. would you and why would you tell them that and not me and da, da, da. And he's like I mean and he does say he's like I didn't have time to whatever that's where I get Rachel being upset where she loses me is all she wants is a rock on her finger yeah at, like tomorrow like it's like and Avon is talking about he's not just talking about getting engaged she's talking about their future, the future. he's talking about getting married he's talking about having kids with her like this is when she goes and talks to him after the family whole thing happens and she's like what is going on and he's like I like want to be with you like like this like I need you to understand this like, like yeah. I want to be with you I just don't want to get engaged because like like right now 
maybe he doesn't want to get engaged on TV. Like, I don't even know. Uh, which is understandable. Which is, all of this is, like, making so much sense, and it makes too much sense for Rachel, basically, because she she's delusional, so she can't. But Nothing I, can make too much sense to her. But I, I want to understand why, you know, I think in the past we've seen leads who have these like especially leads that have come out not engaged Mm -hmm. they're like we talked about this in the fantasy suite I knew that I was picking them we had an honest conversation about it they said they weren't ready we didn't get engaged everything is fine right so my only critique of Avon in this situation is why didn't you talk to her about this when you had off camera time in the fantasy suite? Because this would have been the time to say all of these things to her and, and without the pressure of being on camera, she may have been more receptive to it because as we've seen with Rachel over the course of the season, she's very aware she's on camera and she's very aware of how she comes across. Is she being embarrassed? Like, all of those types of things. And so it's like, if he, if he had had this conversation with her off camera, I feel like she would have been more receptive to it. Yeah. I think the embarrassed thing is such a good point. I think she was embarrassed. I think she yeah. was embarrassed that her friends heard this out of his mouth before. Which I did. get. Which I get. Which I totally get. And that's the yeah. part I get. But I think she took it to the point of like, we need to break up. Because he's sitting there saying, I want to be with you forever. And she starts sobbing and she goes, he doesn't want to be with me. And it's like, that is not what he's saying. Like, right. I need, like, but I, honest to God, I think that she was embarrassed. And so she took it to the point that it got to. Yeah. I don't no, I, think. I agree. I don't actually think that him wanting to wait to get engaged was the problem. I think the problem was that she heard it from her friends and that caught her off guard and embarrassed her. On and TV, like that, she's being filmed, on television. Like, and that I actually do understand, but I also get, because we know this about Rachel and we know that that she gets embarrassed about these things. Like, which, and it would embarrass me. Like, I would yeah. be like, why are my friends again like I said I would be so embarrassed if you told me that my boyfriend said he didn't, didn't want to marry me right now yeah. I would be like okay like why do you know this right like right well me and Ryan are bros but like right I, I, but it like, still would be embarrassing <laughs> it would be like oh my god how embarrassing so like <laughs> that's the part I get but I yeah. just it sucks because Avon was like fighting for his life to be like no I do want you and like yeah I just I hate that it didn't work out. Avon is a 10 out of 10, like perfect man. And she basically would just, she wanted to, she wants to get engaged on the show. It's just that, like that what it. is most upsetting to me about Rachel. And we're going to get into Zach in a second. Cause I'm just tired of talking about Rachel stuff, but like yeah. what is most frustrating to me about Rachel is both Zach and Avon have been like a plus dudes who like care about her, mm-hmm. want the best for her. And, and Zach had his stuff, but even it's like, okay, he's the perfect guy. He just doesn't want to get engaged two days from now. Honestly, if they left the show together, I could see them being engaged around the holidays. You know, Literally. like just give like, them like a couple months off air and he would get there. Get but the, it's like, give them normal person time to right. be with their normal person, families and friends. And like then get engaged around Christmas. Like literally. Right. But it's like, she's so hellbent and this is where I do think as much as I joke about Rachel and I being similar this is where Rachel and I I think are very different like I'm like anyone who knows me knows I'm not a cool girl like I'm not a chill girl whatsoever but the one thing that I am pretty chill about is this type of thing because I'm like if I'm gonna be with someone for the rest of my life 
I want it to be on a timeline that makes them comfortable. Like I'm never going to be the girl that's like pressuring my boyfriend to propose or like doing that kind of stuff because it's like, and, and it's nothing against girls who do do that. Like I respect oh, it. Like I get do it. what works in your relationship. Totally. But like for me personally, and the way that I view things, it's like, if I'm going to spend the rest of my life with someone, I want it to have been a decision that we made mutually on our own timeline, not because I was pressuring him, not because anyone else was pressuring him. Like, and I'm just like, Rachel, are you giving up a really great guy because you're so like being that girl that's like, I want to get engaged when I want to get engaged. It's like, well, right. do you want to be engaged or do you want to be with the right guy? I think you this know? is something that like women fall. I mean, we know, we know this, but it's like women fall into the trap of like, I'm supposed to be engaged by now. Right. Why am I not yeah. engaged by now? And like, especially I'm sure as the bachelorette, there's the, you know, the other pressure that's you're the bachelorette and you're supposed to get engaged. Right. <laughs> um, but like nor, you know, normal women, quote unquote, but like people who are living normal lives who are not the bachelorette have this right. Where it's like, right. they don't. And, and I think we see men have this too. They don't get engaged to the right person. They just get engaged at the time they want to get engaged. And yeah. I think people often miss out on maybe the person that would have been a better partner to them. Yeah. But they weren't ready at the time they were ready or they were ready in the, this person, like whatever it might be. And we kind of like romanticize it. Right. It's yeah. like, especially on this show, it's like, no, I ended it with him because I know what I want and I right. want to be engaged. I'm and so I should walk away because I'm not getting what I want. Right. Right. And it's like, I understand the whole, like, no, like you should chase what you want. You should, you should want to be with someone who wants the same things that you do. But it's not like Avon saying he never wants it. He's just saying he doesn't want it two days from now. Yes. Yes. And this is where Avon is the way he says it is much better than the way Eric says it. Yeah. Because Avon is like, no, you're my forever, literally. <laughs> and he doesn't say anything like, we'll get into what Eric says. Cause it was so funny. I watched it with Ryan and he was like, why would you ever say that to a woman? <laughs> but Ryan's, Aiden, Ryan's like looking at you for your reaction. And he's like, yeah, why would you ever say that? Men <laughs> uh, are crazy. Um, no, but yeah. Even like, I truly believed did everything he could. And Rachel wanted what she wanted and had expectations that yeah. were, I think unrealistic. I mean, like, again, yeah. this is not how fucking normal people operate. We've seen so many couples on this show fall through yeah. If I were ever the bachelorette and someone was like, I want to be with you forever. I don't want to get engaged tomorrow. I'd be like, word. <laughs> Me like, either. Hey, same. Um, so whatever. Anyway, that's the Avon of it all. We kind of touched on the Tino of it all, but the only thing I really want to say with Tino is like, again, he was such a nothing burger, but like, I think Tony is trying to be on his best behavior and like everyone. And the, he had the unfair advantage of Rachel had just come off of Avon's hometown or Avon's yeah. meeting the parents where she was blindsided, was really upset. And so then her parents see her upset over the other guy and then come in with this guy. And so it's like, Tino could basically do no wrong. Like, yeah. He's and, just being set up to, to be the guy. Um, right. I just, I don't even know. So her now, mom, her mom even said like, she was much bubblier yesterday. And I was like, yeah, Avon's better. <laughs> I was like, right. So she breaks up with Avon and he's obviously very confused about it. He's like, I'm literally, and it's also like, again, I'm not trying to like defend men ever, no, but never. my 
thing about this show that sometimes gets me is the lead is like, I want them to open up. I want them to be honest. And then whenever contestants are, they get like punished for it. Right. And it's like, like you want a guy who's going to be honest with you and tell you what they're thinking, which already is rare to be honest. And it's like, you're asking him to open up and be vulnerable and tell you what he wants. And he is, and then he gets blindsided and dumped. It's so like, it's like, this is, I saw a tweet that said this. I don't remember who it was, but it was like, she wants them to be honest, but she broke up with the guy who was honest in favor of a guy who might not be being right. honest just because he was the one who said he was ready for engagement. Like and it's, it's like every Tino, lead. I will say it's right. every lead. Yeah, it's not just her. Yeah. But it's like Tino might just be lying. Like, we are. Like, like I, I would not put it past him. But he's the one that says he's ready to get engaged. Yeah. So she just goes with him rather than Avon being super honest, you know, maybe brutally honest to her, even though he was extremely lovely about it. But, you know, admittedly was not ready to get engaged, but it didn't matter because there was another guy, even if he's lying, he says he's ready to get engaged. And that's, that's the choice you go with, I guess. Right. So it's not just her. It is every lead. Um. I mean, Gabby did the same thing, you know, like, yeah. like, yeah, to be uh, fair, she, she had like kind of two other duds. So like they right. ended up being like, I mean, I liked them both up until the last episode and I was like, yeah, no, definitely don't end up with them, but definitely like, don't marry them. Um, yeah, Don't marry them, but it's fine. There goes my lady. Um, so, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So Avon's gone. Now each woman has one man. And that really takes the fun out of the proposal day when we don't know. Like, Sucks. like I just like will never forget. It always comes back to Blake Hortzman. I will never forget. Like that used to be the fun of it on proposal day. Like, no, who are they gonna show get out of the helicopter first? Because that's the dude getting dumped. And like we just don't get that kind of fun anymore. No, we did get it with Michelle, but it wasn't fun because it was Brandon. And I'm sorry, but I can't. I'm sorry, but we were never, we were never Griffo girls and we were never Brandon girls. No, the last few runner ups I've been like, no, don't care. Um, and Brandon's um, about to be on paradise and I'm just like girding my loins. <laughs> getting ready. Yeah. Gird your loins. Um, I'm like, no, we're like girding our loins because he's about to say the cringiest shit you've ever no, heard in, in your life. In like a girding them from being Ziploc bagged up because I'm about to be so turned off. Um, I am about to be dry as the Sahara. Rising paradise. Like Ryan, buckle up. We're not having sex for six weeks <laughs> until this shit is over. Um, so I can't. I can't. It's going to be so I can't. Bad. So cringe. Anyway, yeah, it takes the fun out of the proposal day because it's like, who's getting dumped? No one. Um, even, yeah, no in, one. even in Rachel do talk on stage that the live show um who cares you know basically who cares not <laughs> who that cares? I don't care not that I don't care about Avon but just that like you know these conversations are very civil which I don't really yeah. think Rachel deserves I think that both of the guys that both Zach and Avon were very apologetic to her and I was like why <laughs> I was like why are you apologizing like, you guys you were both fine you didn't do anything you guys were right yeah so whatever um, but yeah, it sucks. Cause they're both, I think good guys. And yeah. she unfortunately ended up being just a bit manipulative. I think making them feel bad. And it's like, they didn't like, they didn't anything. wrong you. Yeah. Like they didn't do anything. They were yeah. both lovely. 
Um, and she does kind of admit that I will say, like, she's not like you crushed me to both of them. She's kind of like, yep, it's okay. Like you don't need to apologize. And I'm sorry that whatever. Da, da, da. So yeah. Amicable conversations. Boring. <laughs> and then Gabby and Eric. Yeah. Gabby and Eric of it all. So Eric has already met grandpa John. <laughs> Uh, Eric meets the rest of the family. He's the only one left. So obviously her family is like, good, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yay. Um, you know, I think that my highlight of this was her aunt telling her like, you did not deserve to be treated the way your mom treated you. And I was like, that's beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> like, that's gorgeous. That's <laughs> gorgine. Um, other than that, I was like, Okay. Um, they like Eric, obviously, because what are they going to do? Not like the only guy. Uh, <laughs> mess. But it's it's like genuinely a good a good yeah. combo, good times. And then after the fact is when Eric is like, this is what he said that made Ryan lose his mind. <laughs> At him. He said, I want to be with you forever. I just don't want any expectations put on it. And Ryan was like, what would you lead you to say that? <laughs> what do you mean expectations like elaborate my friend because like like the expectation if you say you want to be with someone forever is that you want to be with them forever like that so the expectation is forever because you just set that expectation set it so that's where I think Eric like I mean he fails us a lot we'll get into the controversy the controversy but Ryan was like, what the fuck is he talking about? Like, he's like, I want to be with you forever. I just don't want to get engaged, which is the same thing Avon said, but he was not affirming. Yeah, he was not eloquent and he wasn't affirming in it. Like, he was like, I want to be with you forever. Da-da-da-da-da. Like, kind of the way Tino says it, honestly. I was like, I don't really know if I believe you. Like, I think you kind of just, like, are saying what the situation requires, you know? And I, I, I do respect him. Before we get into all the shit, because I really yeah, don't respect purely don't, on the content of the purely episode. on the content of the episode, I respect yeah. him for speaking his mind, but um, yeah, I mean, it, it was yeah. like kind of rough to watch because like Gabby obviously is upset, and then she's and she gets I mean, well, and who can blame her? She gets triggered by these things when people say things like this to her because it's like, no, I have expectations of you, right? And it's also like, well. Like all problematic queens, I feel two ways about this. <laughs> yep. So, on the one hand, I understand Eric potentially being guarded about the situation because even though we as viewers know he's not a consolation prize, in Eric's mind, he might be like, Well, I'm yes, the only guy left. Be. So, she might be bamboozling me because I'm the only guy left standing. Right. So I understand totally. him being slightly reserved about it in that regard because nobody wants to be viewed as the consolation prize. And if you're the only dude left standing, you're like, well, does she even really like me or does she just not want to be like a quote failure as a bachelorette? You know? Totally. So on the one hand, I, I see it. Mm-hmm. On the other hand... It's extremely problematic behavior of him to go to Gabby and be like, you can't sleep with other dudes because I'm so in love with you and obsessed with you and you're my forever. And then be like, you're my forever, but like, don't expect that. (laughs) Yeah. 
So it's like, okay, so you don't want her to, like, it's just such classic, like, yep. alpha male behavior to be like, I don't want you to sleep with anyone else because I want to be with you forever. So, so don't you dare fuck another dude. But also, I don't know that I want to marry you. I don't want there to be that expectation. And it's like, okay, so I can't have sex with anyone else. I can't pursue anything else. But you don't want me to expect us to be together, even though I'm not allowed to be with anyone else. So it's like, totally. So it's like, I see it two ways. I understand why he's being guarded because it does kind of look like he's the consolation prize, but also don't be a fucking hypocrite. My guy, like this is where this is totally where it differs from Avon. Like it's like Avon is perfect. And (laughs) right. And never as a mullet. Never, honestly, fucking, I, I need to stop saying shit like that because I come on this fucking podcast every week and I'm like, <laughs> this man has my heart. And then a week later, some bombshell drops, drops on Reality Steve or Zachary Reality. And I'm like, oh, never mind. The worst person that's ever walked here. I don't think that'll happen with Avon, but I do need to hold my tongue more because I like- Because ju- Nate, Eric, like, like all of them. <laughs> every man I have ever defended- has wronged me. You know who personally. hasn't? Blake Horseman. No, I'm just kidding. He has. <laughs> what he did with Caitlin was fucked up. Blake, like, Blake Horseman. Blake Horseman every day. If you follow Blake Horseman on Instagram, you are wronged by that man every day. <laughs> like, I, but you know what I love about him? I'll be honest. What I love about him is he's an honest king. He gets on his stories every day. And someone asked him in a question box one day how often he gets Botox. And he was like, quarterly. <laughs> I just so like, and I just feel like some so men dope. like feel like they have to lie about stuff like that but like Blake Horseman is out here telling us he gets Botox quarterly and I respect it Blake would never he would never lie no yeah. honestly he's a king um but you know who else Ethan Ethan has never wronged me but you know gotta I gotta start holding my tongue more because every fucking time I speak about one of these men something comes up so you know who has never wronged us and he we've given him ample opportunity to but he holds up all the time Ooh. grocery store Joe except for the possibly a Trump supporter scandal, but I do believe he beat those oh allegations. God. Why did you tell me about that? Like, oh I God, wish I'm... I didn't know. <laughs> Sorry. I'm pretty sure he beat the allegations, but I don't No, It wasn't Trump. It was blue lives matter. Okay. Well, we've, you know, we've all been wronged by supporting you cops know, at some point. Who actually has never wronged me? Justin Glaze. Here, here starts my campaign for <laughs> Justin for bachelor <laughs> 2023. <laughs> And I'm trying to think if there's anyone else. Um, I really thought it was grocery store Joe, but turns out he has. It's like, but you know what? Like, yeah, I don't even know. Honestly, I don't know. Cause it, he might still be, I really don't know. I, yeah. I think that those allegations died because everybody else was like mad at everyone else all the time, which is exactly perfect metaphor for this franchise. It's like, I got over being mad at you. Cause I'm just mad at seven other people. Someone else. I can't yeah. handle all of that. Um, so I don't know. Um, but yeah, there's very, very few men. I, mean, I trust in general. You know what? Aaron Clancy has scandal. I ignore them though. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. As long as you're not like, if, if there's like a man in this franchise I kind of like, as long as you're not being like a racist, a yeah. homophobe. That's the like, thing. You know what? Aaron's, I'm like, Aaron, excuse it. Aaron's only crime was being hot and a player. And you know what? <laughs> That's also your crime. Who among us, who among us hasn't? So I like, I was actually thinking about this day. I was like, the, like 
wow, Aaron is an unproblematic king. That's not true. Like, I know he is problematic, but like his only crime and being a little bit aggro, but that's just good television, my friends. But like (laughs) the outside of the franchise drama is that he was just like hitting girls up and like going on the show and like doing whatever he wanted with his little, with his penis. Hey man, do it. Who among us? You look like that? Go nuts. Go nuts, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Respect, brother. That's so terrible of me to say, like, I respect women more than men, but still. Anyway, the point is, I have to stop fucking defending men. Um, so yeah. So then Eric is like, I don't want to get engaged, even though I manipulated you into not sleeping with other people, and also like said I want to be with you forever, whatever. And that's pretty much the end, honestly. And that's the episode. We got the crumb of fucking Gabby after hours of Rachel. And um, yeah, that's the episode. But unfortunately, this is not where the, my story ends. It's only where it begins. So Eric has several controversies. One of them came out like after we recorded last week's episode. Yeah. So it, we that, can't be held accountable. For we can't opinions. be held accountable for the fact that I defended him. Fuck myself. Um, sorry. Um, sue me. But he basically, one of them was he had blackface in his high school yearbook. Uh, he was dressed as Jimi Hendrix. It's not good. It's not a good look. That being said, the school administrators absolutely should not have let that be printed or let that happen, period, in on school grounds. Like, yeah. why was he walking among the high school in blackface? Like, what was happening? Um, that's not to displace blame from him. He is still to blame for it. I'm just saying, like, yeah. hey, what was going on? <laughs> Where's he from? <laughs> I don't even know. I don't remember where his hometown was, but it's also just like, it's giving, it's giving Connecticut. (laughs) It's giving Connecticut. Right. Yeah. So that's not to displace blame. I still think he's to blame. I just think it was like, why the fuck would this ever be in a yearbook? Um, And then the other thing that just came out, like literally yesterday, uh, is from his ex-girlfriend who was dating him when he made the decision to go on the show. Um, it's giving Jed Wyatt. Yeah, very Jed Wyatt vibes. He was like, I'm only going on for fame. Um, I'll be back. And the most incriminating part to me is that he texted her after the show started airing. So he was already with Gabby at this point and said, I'm so sorry for what I did to you. I think about yeah. you all the time, essentially. Yeah. That's, I mean, I think going on the show, having a girlfriend is fucking wrong, obviously. But that's the one that got me. And that's the one that I was like, uh, Gabby should definitely, if she's with him, she should end it. Because, like, they were together at the yeah. time that that happened. Um, yeah, because I feel like Jed Wyatt, I mean, as much as he sucks, I feel like he at least had the excuse of well I ended it before I came like I haven't right. been in touch with her since I met you like right. that was like a, a more legitimate thing versus like Eric has been in touch with her since he's been with Gabby um that being said I'm gonna use this as a segue to talk about Hannah Brown because it's a much more interesting thing to talk about yeah so if you guys haven't been listening to the podcast for too long then you might not know that so Hannah Brown chose Jed Wyatt comes out that he had a girlfriend right before he went on the show that he broke up with to go on the show. They end up getting engaged, whatever, whatever, whatever. She breaks up with him over this news. The other thing with Hannah is that she chose Jed, even though like the whole time everyone was like, no. <laughs> yeah, please no. Like, like his red flag this. wasn't even that he had a girlfriend yeah. before. His red flag was that he kept writing her songs. Like, yeah, enough. it was enough. But 
either way, like at least with it, I mean, not at least with Eric, it sucks. It, it probably sucks more that everybody liked Eric throughout the whole season, actually. Right. <laughs> like, at least with Judd, it was like, ah, no. <laughs> we didn't like him that much to begin with. Yeah. So it wasn't a heartbreak. So, but anyway. Um, so she breaks up with him over this news. This girl has come out, whatever, whatever. That girl that was dating Judd Wyatt prior to the show goes on to date get engaged to and eventually marry Hannah's younger brother. Awesome. Which is the funniest shit I've ever heard. And Hannah, that's a fucking, people, that's a fucking business venture. Like that's an yeah. LLC. Like, so, <laughs> so just to keep boss. this straight, just to keep this straight, the guy Hannah got engaged to on the show was dating a girl prior to the show who eventually ended their engagement essentially over this and she went on to date and marry Hannah's younger brother. Now for the longest time, people were like, how does Hannah feel about all this? Because she doesn't follow the girl on Instagram, even though they're engaged. She didn't post about their engagement, like nothing. And and everyone knows she's like fairly close with her brother. So everyone was like, okay, she's clearly uncomfortable with this because she's not acknowledging it at all. Well, the wedding was this past weekend and everyone was like, did Hannah Brown go to her brother's wedding? And she did. She posted pictures on her Instagram. Strategically, none of them include the bride. Um, she's so me for that. But she she posted pictures from the wedding and the caption was, I've come to realize my life is a never ending plot twist, but it makes for a damn good, for sure, weird story. Um, Love it. So she's not following Jed's ex-girlfriend, her brother's wife. Um, but she did go to the wedding, which is more than I honestly expected. (laughs) Yeah, same. She's actually not me for that because I would have been posting up a fucking storm with that girl. (laughs) I would have been like, congratulations. I'm so happy I have a new sister. (laughs) Because, because fuck Jed, right? So it's like, yeah, you actually, he deserves to have his two exes be friends, I think. But I get yeah, he's why. he's the type of guy that deserves that. Yeah, like I get why she wouldn't because it's awkward. Like, don't yeah. get me wrong. I don't begrudge Hannah this, but this is where I would differ and I would be like, oh my God, my new bestie. Like, let's let's bond about our trauma with this fucking guy. Like, let's like- And now you're it. married to my And brother. you're my sister-in-law. And like, now I have a sister. And like, I like 100%, I would have posted a carousel, first picture of me and the bride. New sissy. Like literally, um, but that's where, you know, I differ cause I'm, I'm a huge bitch, but I, <laughs> I think if I think that Jed deserves to have his two exes be besties. Yeah. So I would totally be like playing it up. Even if it was just for show, like even if we're in real life, we were just like on fine terms, like me and the girl. And it's like, no, she's nice. I would 100% be like, my new best friend. Like, the I would title be posting, this episode is my new sissy. My new sissy. <laughs> I would be posting from like her bachelorette. I would be like, planned the best bachelorette for my new best friend. Like, I would be that, I would be 100% such a bitch about it. Um, but I'm mean. So I guess. So uh, anyway, that. so that's that. But anyway, that's actually so funny. But I'm glad she went to the wedding. You know what? That would have been yeah. worse if she hadn't gone. Yeah. Um, her brother's wedding. You got to go. Yeah. They're close. But uh, yeah. So that's like the Jed of it all. It. That's the Hannah of it all. It's basically just like the season's already a shit show. But all of the shit that's coming out now that, you know, about Eric and everything just makes it worse. Right. It also seems like they get engaged next week and then 
Rachel for sure and Tino break up based on the preview because he has a totally different haircut in all of the interviews they show. <laughs> oh my God. So it's like totally after the engagement. Um, yeah. And then Eric, I, we'll see what fucking happens, dude. I mean, all of this has come out in the last like week. So even if they were going strong together up until this point, I don't know. But we'll see. We got to wait That's till next week, though. Because they're not fucking normal and they couldn't make a two-part finale be one week. And guys, you're going to want to tune into our episode next week. You're going to want to. We got great, great news. Coming for you. But until then, until then, farewell. Adieu. Farewell, my new sissy. Farewell, my new sissy. (laughs) You guys know the drill. Bye. (laughs) 